and said to him that his mother and his brethren were outside and wanted his attention, wanted him to come and address them, you know, uh, come 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 and and talk to them about something or handle something we don't I don't know exactly what what it was but um he got this message and he replied with a question he he replied with a question and then he gave the answer to that question and he said who is my mother who is my brethren and then he answered that question now of course reality we we know that he knew his who his mother was he knew who his brothers were but he answered the question with a question so that he could answer it they that do the will of my father hmm. he said a mouthful he said a mouthful and in the last few months chris and i have been dealing a lot with family issues, and not just issues, but events, um, both uh, difficult ones as well as pleasant ones, as well as enjoyable ones. But um, I think that when I began to think about coming on the air, I was reflecting on the events of the last few months and thinking about family and thinking about um, what is family to me, what is family to other people, what does family mean to us, what is a definition of family, what would you describe as family. And um, that scripture came to my mind, that conversation that the Lord had with the messenger, who is my mother, who is my brethren, they that do the will of my father. Okay, so that was my lead-in. Why? Because many people don't have family in any sense of the word. I mean, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you look at it, they don't have close family, they don't have uh, biological family, family, or if they do, they've been displaced from them. Uh, some people um, are, are have been abandoned. Um, you know, they may be in foster care situations, or they may be in group home type situations, or some sort of an institution uh, circumstance. Um, they may have been an only child, and everybody has passed away, whatever um, the circumstances, but many don't have family in any sense of the word. Some of you may actually um, be struggling because of that. You may long for family, that sense of family. You um, You may be struggling because you have not been able to you know, um, have that void fulfilled, have that void filled in your life, and and it's holding you back, and it's um, hindering you from, you know, just coping in life. Um, I want to address you tonight. I want to address you tonight, and I believe that the Lord... um, reminded me of this reality 
so that I can address you. This was his reality. This was his reality. Although he came into the world for uh, the purpose that he did, the, you know, in order to to uh, become the propitiation, the mediator, the the link between mankind and God to restore mankind to God, he would pay a great price for that. He didn't come into a wonderful situation. I mean, his birth was controversial. His birth was controversial because he was born of a virgin, and people didn't believe that his mother was a virgin. So she was ostracized, criticized. Um, Joseph, her husband, wasn't even, you know, he was like, what in the world? <laughs> what in the world is this? You know, she's, she has to have lied. She has to have been with someone. He was confused until the Lord told him, no, this is of me. This is of God. You know, God the Father sent an angel to, to reassure him. And then they they had to they were on the run, you know, even when he was born they had to leave to keep from him being killed and you know, as he grew up he faced uh opposition and, and his life was controversial. So, um this was his reality because his mother knew who he was. But from my understanding of scripture, his own brothers did not honor him respect him, accept him for who he was until after his death, burial, and resurrection. So this was his reality. And at this time, he had pretty much left home and was about his father's business. He was doing what he came into the earth for. He was about his father's business. And his family, for some reason, wanted an audience with him. We don't know what that reason was, but I guess they thought he was supposed to stop what he was doing <laughs> and come out and address them. But he asked the crowd a question and the person who brought the message, and he said, who is my mother? Who is my brethren? Those that do the will of my father. And let me break that down just a little bit more for you. Your family will be those that are in agreement with you, those that have the same heartbeat. That's what I mean when I say in agreement with you. I don't mean that you will agree on every single thing, but those that have the same heartbeat as you, those that, you know, um, are in rhythm with you. Um, you know what I mean? Like you have things in common that you share, that you gel together, that you mesh with. Um, as believers, that equals those that are born again. Those that are born again. The Bible says two cannot walk together except they agree. So if you you can have people of your own household, you can have people that are blood to you, blood relatives, 
you can have, you know, those that are, are born of the same womb that you don't agree with, seriously disagree with. I don't mean just, you know, I mean like you seriously are at odds with one another. There's strife between you. There is misery between you. You know, like you almost hate to see each other coming. (laughs) But there's more to this story, and I will pick it up after the break. the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello, I'm back, and we are talking about family. I am talking about family in every sense of the word, and I'm here to let you know that um, a house divided against itself 
cannot stand, will not stand. And that is the importance of family. That is the importance of family. Uh, Family strengthens us. Family sharpens us. Family matures us. Family... um, we when we are how do i say when we are a part of a family we are less vulnerable um in society if that family is a godly family if it is a godly family then there is safety and security in that family unit speaking of family I have some of my family with me on the air tonight, as usual. <laughs> my wonderful hubby is with me behind the scenes, so I'm going to say hi to him, and then hopefully, before I continue my discussion, I can get my grandbaby to um, say something to me on the air. She's hanging out with her papa while Grandma's recording, And since she's visiting here with us, we thought it would be fun to see if she would join us on the air tonight. So let me just say hi to my hubby. Hey, handsome. Are you there? Hello there. Hi. How are you? I'm just fine. Good. Doing my, uh, not babysitting, but grandchild watching. <laughs> Your grandpapa duties. <laughs> yes. And how's that going? While you're while mm-hmm. you're providing technical support, how's that going? So far, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you have a um, any what what should I say? Like, uh, are you using any special techniques to keep her quiet? Because I don't hear anything at this moment. <laughs> That means I'm doing my job if you don't hear anything. All right. All right. We don't know how long that'll last, but (laughs) as of now, it's it's, it's being done. Okay. (laughs) Well, what do you think? Do you think that she might say hi to uh, Grandma if you you put put her on the phone or put her on the air? One way to find out. Let's give it a shot. Okay. She's ready. Hey, sweetie pie. Where am I at? Grandma's in the other room, in the music room. On, oh. I guess you could say I'm in the studio. <laughs> Where are you at? Papa is, and you're trying to get Maya on. No. What are you doing? No. With your next- I I just make an ABC. I make an C A and O too. She's making letters with her necklace. With her necklace. Oh, so I heard her say ABCs, and she's making an O too. Yeah. 
Well, I'm so glad that you took t- the time to say hi to Grandma on the on the phone. You don't know oh, it, yeah, but I, you're, huh? I don't know. Yeah, you're on the you're on the radio right now, and you don't even know what the radio is. But I'm so glad that you joined Grandma uh, on the phone. I'm on the radio. Yes, you are. You're on the radio. <laughs> you can see me there. I I can hear you there, and and other people can hear you. Other people too. My yes. daddy, my mommy hear you too, and growl out. Yes, yes, I think your mommy might be listening too. We may, we'll see if we can get her to call in. <laughs> Maybe she'll call in and say hi to us <laughs> and tell us if she heard you or not. Wants to say hello, everybody. Huh? Say hello, everybody. Uh, oh, he wants to say hello, everybody. Okay, say hello, everybody. I always say it. Did you say it? Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, okay? We love you. Grandma likes you. I love you too, Grandma. All right, sweetie pie. <laughs> well, people, that's someone very special special in my family. She's only three years old, but she is a treasure and a blessing to us. And she's um, she's been visiting us. She's been spending some time with Grandma and Papa. And boy, I tell you, does she bring life to our home? You know, we're we're usually pretty settled in some ways. I mean, we're active people and we stay involved in things, but just, you know, the tone of our home and our are at the age that we are, we're still kind of laid back in how we do things and my man, uh, when you bring a 3-year-old into the mix, <laughs> It changes that up, but you know what? I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. I am learning uh, every day from from the time that we spend together, and I am valuing family. I am valuing the fact that I have family. And so that is why I think um, I've been reflecting on many things this last couple months, and I wanted to um, just incorporate her, since she is here with us, um, incorporate her in my program. So before I move forward, if there is anyone out there tonight listening and you have a comment or maybe a family story that you would like to share, something special about your family, uh, maybe an experience or something that you would like to share with us, please call in. Please join us on the call and call in. The call-in number should be on your screen if you are watching, um, you know, looking by Internet. But here it is, just in case, 866-404-6519. That's the number that I have, 866-404-6519. I hope it is correct. So join us, join us, because we are going to be talking about family and the fact that a house divided 
cannot stand. Now, my mind goes to another patriot in Scripture, a man of God who told us um, about, how do, uh, let me not get ahead of myself. Basically, let me back up. Um, I said for the believer, family equals those that are born again. You may still have your natural family, your biological family, but when you are born again, when you um, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, and and when he has actually made a change in your life, you know, when you, when you're, when you are, um, have been made new, then everything in your life uh, becomes new. Old things are passed away, behold, all things become new. And then you inherit a new family and that is the family of god that that will be mothers fathers sisters brothers um you know aunts uncles you know typically we we all just call each other sisters and brothers but other terms are mothers and fathers you know you find those terms in in scripture as well you know the bible tells us to give honor unto the elder men as fathers, you know, the elder men in the body of Christ as fathers. It tells us to give honor to the elder women as mothers. So that's why some denominations actually call each other mothers such and such and and brothers such and such and sisters such and such because those are um, biblical terms. And we should resemble a family. We should resemble a family, okay? We are a family. Um, however, because of sin, because of the effects of sin and mankind being born into sin, um, sin causes confusion. Sin causes discord and strife and the things that creep up and crop up that separate families you know that the jealousy the competition the what people call the sibling rivalry um just all of the things that actually come against families and destroy families <clears throat> well paul the patriot that i began to mention um he tells us that these things should not be among the saints strife confusion discord, um, seditions, heresies, you know, division, division should not be, that should be something that we are not known for. Not to mean that things won't creep up and that you won't bump heads from time to time, but a way of life, this should not be. But I'll have to finish this after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. 
a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people. So I am talking to you about family. I am talking to you about the importance of family and the essence of family. Um, Now we've put a spiritual and a biblical twist on it, and I am telling you that a house divided against itself cannot stand. If there is division, if there is strife and bickering and discord in your family unit, whatever that unit may be, your house will not stand, okay? And Paul tells us this. Paul tells us that this type of strife and this type of um, division should not be amongst the believer. It should not be in any family. However, it will be in families that are not um, God-fearing families, that don't have that compass, that don't have that, um, that assistance and that born-again experience to change their nature and help them to be amicable, friendly, loving, nurturing, and caring towards one another. Um, But Paul tells us that we should separate ourselves from those that are contentious. We should separate ourselves from those that, you know, uh, keep strife going and cause Uh, you know, dissension and division, because it's not a good thing. It really is not a good thing. If any of you have lived in situations like that, then you can agree with me. You can attest to what I'm saying. It is, it is one of the worst things in the world. Um, our our pastor, our present pastor actually just mentioned in script in, uh, in his message the other day, how one writer said that, Oh, no, 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 that was the wrong. He he said that uh, the writer would rather be, uh, how did he put it? The writer would rather uh, be a, a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. But that's not what I was 
meaning to say, so scratch that. I was thinking of the writer, and I think it might have been Solomon, but don't quote me, that said that he (laughs) would rather be on the roof than to be in the house, you know, with a, with a, basically a contentious woman. (laughs) It is like torture. It is like, it is tormenting to live in a family situation where there is strife and contention. So with that being said, I was reflecting today on the different family things and uh, experiences that we've had in the last few months, and I was um, reminiscing on the good, reminiscing on the difficult, And just kind of thinking all this over and chewing on it. And I'm telling you, in the last few months, it's like, man, like the windows of heaven just opened up and just rained down stuff, okay? Just stuff. We have faced um, illness in the family. Um, We have faced um, or dealt with um, contention. We have had disagreements in different uh, portions of our family. We have had good things like um, birthdays and family coming together to celebrate birthdays. We've had weddings, um, a wedding, I should say, in the family, which for me is always a beautiful thing. Um, I still get romantic and fall in love with my husband all over again and I still get gooey when I go to weddings because it just (laughs) does something special for me because as you know I am pro marriage I am pro marriage you know God instituted marriage it's a good thing it's a good thing when a man finds a wife so we attended a wedding um this month? Yeah, this month. Um, as I already said, we have our grandbaby here. She's been visiting and spending time with us. Um, what else? We've entertained friends um, at times when we were tired and weary and feeling the stress of other situations. We had friends come over that just jailed with us, you know, like I said, you know, you can't walk together with people except you agree. So we had friends come over that it was easy to entertain and laugh with and talk with and share with and sit up until all hours of the night in spite of how tired you may have been, you know, eat food with, break bread with, and they are family to us. You know, over time and over the years, they have actually become family to us, although there is no blood between us. So I just began to reflect on all of these things. And that's what just kind of came together as far as my topic tonight. Um, What comes with family? You know, what is the importance of family? We've counseled family. We've supported family. We've contended with family. <laughs> We've had uh, one, part, one part of my family had a family reunion, um, which I didn't 
get to attend. Um, another part of my family, my husband's family, is getting ready to have a family reunion in a couple of weeks. So this thing about family just seems to keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up and in some way. So as I, as I ponder this and reflect on various uh, events, I'm impacted with the importance of true family capital T R U E true family and the need for true family um i've heard some people say you know like growing up and and just over the years some people say you know our family may not get along but we stick together so you know they might like fight like cats and dogs amongst themselves but they say, oh, but don't let nobody else mess with somebody in our family because, you know, we'll we'll handle that, you know. So they don't come together amongst themselves, but don't let no outsider come in because they're going to handle that situation, okay. I've also heard some say, I might talk about my family, you know, but nobody else better talk about them. You know, I might talk about my sister or my brother, but nobody else better talk about them. And even as a youngster, even as a as a child, I never understood this. It confused me. And it's still confusing to me. Reason being, because I feel like this. Why are you talking about your own family? <laughs> you know, I don't mean that you won't discuss things with people in your family, you know, like in conversation, but I mean talking against, like unwarranted. I mean like, you know, causing pain for that person, criticizing, putting them down, bickering. Um, why are you, or are you, here I, I got to be careful here because I'm just getting on a roll here, but why do some talk about their own family. Someone's trying to do good in the family and you talking about them. Oh, they think they this and they think they that and they make me sick because they think they this or they think they that. Or someone's trying to, you know, pull the family together and you're saying, oh, who do they think they are? They just want to be in control. They just want to do this. They just want to do. Why do you or why do people talk about their own family? Because I think that it should be the other way around that we should be true family in our biological families, in our Christian families, in the body of Christ, that we should be like, I'm not going to talk about you or I'm not going to talk against you either, you know, especially without a cause. Now, granted, some people do stuff, like I said, that will, that will, that will be grounds for discussion. You know, the family might even have to come together to discuss the issue and brainstorm and try to come up with a, a a resolution to a problem, but that's different. That's different than what I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking against the division. I'm talking against the strife and the confusion, and I'm talking against you know family fighting against family. I'm saying that that should not be. Period. It shouldn't be where we ain't going to let nobody on the outside do it, but we're going to do it. 
amongst each other. That's confusion. That's confusion. Okay? How about family truly sticking together and truly working together? And how about family truly loving one another? That's what I'm talking about. I want to know what that looks like, okay? Chris and I have longed for this type of family in the body of Christ, you know, amongst our Christian brethren, amongst those that profess to belong to the Lord. We have longed for and believe this is what should be, okay? Unfortunately, though, unfortunately, though, the time is coming, and I've said this or used this phrase before, and the time now is when brother will be against brother, when mother will be against daughter, naturally speaking, um, I'm not talking about in the body of Christ because that should not be. If you're a true believer, that should never be. If you're a true, if you've been born again, that should not be where we are pitted against one another. But it happens amongst those that profess, okay? So the time now is when one will be on the housetop, the other will be in the field, when one will be taken, and when one will be left. I'm talking about division. I'm talking about how in your own household and amongst each other, there will be division where people will not be on one accord. We have to face this reality. We have to accept this as a reality and I believe it is a sign of the times that we are living in. The family has come under great attack and a great assault, and Satan has been effective in dismantling many families. More after the break. a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. 
Network, radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R, dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, I'm back. And um, it is so easy for me to get going and keep going, but I want to give my husband an opportunity to join in and give us um, his thoughts or his take on what I've said so far. So, Hubby, you you there? I'm here. Um, I Hello. I was thinking while listening about, you know, some of the terms that I hear regarding families and, um, like, close-knit. Someone will say they're a close-knit family. And I, when I hear close-knit, I think of, you know, the knitting on a sweater, how tight it would be because it has to keep you warm. So the tighter the knitting is, the sweater can do its job as a layer. And so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a term that... Um, that talks about unity, hmm. you know, close-knit. Mm-hmm. It, it, it talks about unity. It talks about everybody pulling pulling their part and pulling at the right time and pulling together. And what it does is it pulls everybody together to where they look like one. Mm. A good sweater doesn't look like a bunch of separate threads. It looks like one piece of fabric. Fabric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you when when a family can model that, that's that's a good example of a family. A close close knit. Everybody looks out for one another. There's going to be weak links. Mm-hmm. There's going to be you know embarrassment. There's going to be ones that that are embarrassing. But when a family can do their best to pull together and pull that one through, eventually. With prayer and and seeking God, that person will will get it. They will, you know, they will come around, and they won't be an embarrassment anymore. And then you have the opposite of 
of estranged. And whenever you hear the the term estranged, you know, his estranged brother. It's it's somebody that you're separate from. It's 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 loose knit. Mm. Space between you. It's not they don't draw together, they they use the energy to draw apart and um because of whatever reason. it's it's a reality of life. It's a reality of a lot of families that just are not together. I've I've seen households that they go in the kitchen, they get the meal, and everybody go in four different directions every day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shut the door, you know. And I didn't grow up in that environment, and it, it was the strangest thing to me. It's it, it's it's like, and um, so I said, how about you know, let's try Thanksgiving together. Mm-hmm. Sit at the table together, mm-hmm. and something changed. You know, mm-hmm. something changed with just a little, a little bit of effort. You know, mm-hmm. and and and, but there has to be somebody there that has that hunger for that. And 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 people have it. They they they. A lot of people don't know how to do it and how to get it. But you know, it's it's never too late to heal and never too late for families to try to come together, even though it may only be an hour of dealing with each other, then you got to <laughs> take off <laughs> diving out the window and running. But that, the hour, if the hour was good, that's a start. <laughs> I mean, that's reality. Uh-huh. Some of us can't be around certain ones for, for 45 minutes. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they run straight to the bar afterwards. Mm. So I mean, you gotta have gotta have God in your life, and you don't you don't want to be estranged. You want to be close knit, but you have to, it, it takes work. It takes work, and that's, that's right. kind of what's my take. I think about Joseph and his brothers, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and the way he was treated. That was not close knit. Amen. Mm-hmm. They wanted to honor their father, but at the same time, they, they were divided. House was divided. And some of the brothers felt bad about what was going on with Joseph, but they, they, they didn't have the, 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 the um, fortitude to speak up because they didn't want to get pounced on. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go against the older ones, you know, mm-hmm. and they were going to have to fight for their brother. And, and you know, nobody wants to get beat up by seven, eight people. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so they just went along because look what happened to Joseph, you know. Right. During the, you know, so I just, I just, I would rather be that one, and I would at least been in the pit with Joseph, you know, and I'd have been mm-hmm. in slavery with him, but at least Joseph would have known that I stood up with him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's how I am. I would rather be the one that stands up and fights for his brother. Because really, it's it's picking on a weakling in their mind. He's a weakling, and he's he's special to dad, and that makes us not special. You know, it's it's that bickering and and and, and all of that stuff. And and so mm-hmm. because of his dream, <laughs> because right. of the anointing that was on him, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. families don't realize if anointing is on one of you, it's on you too. Mm-hmm. Because you're family, because you're blood, and everything. And so um, it's it's the drawing together, the close knitness, 
is what I, I, I like and I love and I long for. And so mm-hmm. that's all I have to say. Well, some valuable, valuable input. You know, I love the way you, you put things because it really hits home. It, it really hits home. I think both of us, um, that is something ingrained in us that we, <clears throat> like I said earlier, we do strive for and we do desire. Um, we're running out of time, so I appreciate your your input, and if we have any time for you to say anything else, we will. Um, but like you said, too, that it is a reality all over the world. It's a reality in our in our communities, in our personal lives, in our churches, that houses are divided all over. And it's a grievous thing. This is a sign of the times that we are living in. There was a time in the U.S. when families were stronger. There was a time, even different times, various times throughout history where family was strong. Um, But this, I do believe, is a sign of the times that we are living in. And as I said before we went to break, you know, Satan has been effective in um, weakening the family institution. And this is a dangerous time because um, a house divided against itself cannot stand. You can expand that beyond your personal home and even expand it to a country you know, a nation, a community, when a house is divided, it is weak and it is vulnerable to outside invasion. Husbands and wives are not one. Grandmothers don't want to be grandmothers anymore. They want to be young and carefree. They don't value the role that they play in their grandbabies' lives and in supporting and helping their own, uh, their own children who had those grandbabies. Um, fathers are not in the homes. Um, there's just all kinds of things. Siblings are against each other, fighting for attention or whatever, just doing their own things. This should not be. If this is your circumstance, take comfort and seek comfort in the body of Christ. We invite you to join the body of Christ, the family of God, in the true sense of the word. I'm not talking about religious institutions. I'm not talking about going to a church that is religious, because you will find in a lot of churches that there is no sense of family. But I'm talking about in the true sense of the word and what the Bible describes And I say take comfort because I believe that in this hour and in this season, God is going to begin to link the true believers together with one another like never before. I believe this is something that has been in my heart for some time, and I've been sharing it with people whenever I get a chance, that God is calling families to to come back together, not to be out on the island trying to do your own thing and trying to build your own kingdom and trying to have yours and get yours and just think about you, but for families to come back together. There are some cultures that still do this and never lost that, but 
in the African-American culture, I know that this has been a problem. Um, I didn't intend to go that route, but that just occurred to me that in our culture, in the black, in, in the African-American culture, this has definitely been a problem. But I do believe that God is going to be knitting families back together in the body of Christ and in general. Why? Because we cannot survive without each other. Rough times remain ahead, and we will need each other. So we invite you, we implore you, we plead with you to make that effort in your own family, um, join the body of Christ. If you are not born again, ask the Lord into your heart and your life and to become your Lord and Savior so that you can be new and a part of this healing process. I did have a cute story I wanted to share with you about something our family just did and enjoyed with one another, but I'm out of time. (laughs) So talk to you soon. We should be back on the air next week. <laughs>